0: Hello, welcome to Language Caster's football podcast.
1: Yes, hello. Uh, my name is Damon.
2: Hi, and I'm Damien Fitzpatrick. Uh, welcome to week 15 of Language Caster. Uh, Damien, are you still in Thailand? Yeah, I'm in Thailand. I'm in a place called Hin. It's uh, south of Bangkok. I'm on a okay. beach. Very nice it is, too. Where are you?
1: Well, I'm actually uh, in England now. I'm going to be here for uh, about four weeks. So um, the next few podcasts, the sound quality may be a little bit shaky. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. English connection is not very good, I suppose. That's right. Uh, but we'll both be filing reports, won't we? Exactly, yes. And talking about that, what's on today's show? We've
2: got a big show today, uh, lots of football to review. We've got, of course, the the good, the bad and the ugly. Yep. Um, well, actually, there's some very, very nasty pieces in this week's show. Uh, then we're going to have a piece on the Southeast Asian Football Championship that finished up yesterday. Hey, um, you managed to see a couple of was.
1: games, didn't you? I did, yes, I did. Wonderful. Uh, then we've got some uh, English for football and then... Uh, you and I are going to talk a little bit about international friendlies. That's right, yes. We're going to be introducing the Vox Pop and giving the results of last week's uh, poll as well. Mm-hmm. And we're going to finish up with predictions. Yes. OK, well let's get started.
0: Yes, end of another busy week in football and of course the transfer window has ended, so clubs won't be able to sign any new players until the summer. The um, big spenders were West Ham with six new players and Liverpool with four. Um, but possibly the biggest bargain, I think Ronaldo to Milan. £4 million. I think that could be a very good move indeed. Now, my good, bad and the ugly for this week. Um, talking of moves, I think Aston Villa did very well with signing John Carew and uh, Ashley Young from Watford. They have both started very well, scoring goals. Doing well for Aston Villa. It's also been very good for... Uh, Schalke in Germany. They won at Bremen 2-0 to go three points clear um, in what looks like being a two-horse race in Germany now. It's also very good for Valencia in Spain because they won. Uh, Sevilla and Barca could only draw. And of course, Real Madrid lost. So Valencia back in the championship race. It was bad for Madrid, but it was also bad for many other big teams, including Tottenham, who suffered crushing defeats against Arsenal in the Carling Cup semi-final. Oh, that hurts. And then 4-0 at home to Manchester United. Um, not good at all for Tottenham. Lyon in France, they have not won a game in 2007, although they are still 11 points clear. And Bayern Munich, um, they sacked a the manager, but they still lost 3-0 to uh, Nuremberg uh, in the Bundesliga. Now, ugly. Um, Rafa Benitez comments against Everton. Uh, they were a small club smacked of sour grapes. While Ronaldo's dive against Spurs, well, he's back to his old ways, isn't he? Um, I actually saw Thailand walking off the pitch at a referee's decision, which was pretty ugly. But of course, the really ugly of the week was the city out of violence uh, that saw the suspension of the matches after a local Sicilian derby between Catania and Palermo uh, exploded in violence, and of course a police officer lost his life there. And now for Damon's good, the bad and the ugly from England.
3: (laughs) Yes, well, my good is uh, Leroy Lita at Reading, scoring two and part of an exciting attacking side in the Premier League. Uh, Reading newly promoted, but with 40 points and in sixth place. Surely they're set for a very respectable finish in their first season in the top flight. Very good for them. Bad? uh, Bad for the teams America and Guadalajara, or Chivas, in the Mexican Clausura League. Uh, Both had surprise losses, these two big teams. America losing 1-0 to Atlas and Chivas also 1-0 to Pachuca. Uh, We might be taking a look at the Mexican league in one of our spotlight reports in a few weeks, but bad for those big teams. And I agree with Damien. of course the ugly was the Italian hooliganism. Um, I hope that this might be the catalyst for some big changes, um, like Hillsborough in, in England in uh, 1989 it looks like the whole system needs looking into ticketing security the influence of the uh, ultras the the fans of some of the big clubs Um, very ugly but now let's look in more detail at the asian cup with damien
0: Yes, I am in Thailand at the moment, and though Damon thinks I'm only enjoying the beach, I'm also enjoying the football here. Thailand is a football crazy country. There are games of football being played everywhere. People wear the colours of their favourite Premier League team, and there is more football on TV here than anywhere else I know. Now, Thailand has never qualified for a World Cup Finals, though they did reach the final group of six for the 2002 Finals. but. With a FIFA ranking of 125, it does not look as if they will challenge in the near future, particularly as Australia now play in the Asian qualifiers and the fact that Asia may well lose a qualifying spot for future tournaments. Countries joint hosts along with Vietnam, Indonesia and Malaysia for the upcoming Asian Cup tournament, which is the Asian equivalent of the European Championships. Thailand is not expected to win and may even struggle to qualify from their group which includes Australia, Oman and Iraq, though they will play their home matches in front of 35,000 noisy locals at Bangkok's Subchalasai Stadium. To warm up for the continent's major competition in July, the Thai team participated in the ASEAN Cup this month, along with 7 other teams in the region and after defeating Vietnam in the semi-finals, which I went to see, they played the two-legged final against Singapore, which has recently become one of Thailand's biggest rivals. First leg was played in Singapore last week, and in a tense and often physical match and the score at 1-1, the referee awarded a dubious penalty against Thailand, who promptly walked off the pitch. They stayed there for 15 minutes before finally coming back on, Singapore scored the penalty and held on to win the first game 2-1. Not a very good advertisement for the game in Southeast Asia. For the return game in Bangkok, tensions were high. Newspapers from both countries were full of accusations of cheating against the other nation, and security was very tight. The game was tense again, but also scrappy, and though Thailand scored first, they never looked comfortable, and with just 8 minutes to go, Singapore equalized and held on to win their third ASEAN Cup. This was a big disappointment to the Thais, who had hoped victory in this tournament would help their chances in the forthcoming Asian Cup and the World Cup qualifiers that start next year. It looks like a difficult road ahead for the football crazy nation.
1: You are listening to Langer like Kester's football podcast.
3: Thanks for that, Damien. It certainly sounded like an exciting climax to that competition. Um, now, it's time for English for Football. This
2: week's English
3: yagety-yag, for Football yagety-yag. is International Cap. This week is an international week. There are a lot of countries playing friendly matches. When you play for your country, you get a cap. In 1886, the first caps were awarded to England players. The cap, a real hat, was white with a red rose. Now, international caps are awarded for other sports, not just football. But a real cap is not usually given. However. Players keep count of the number of caps, or appearances, they make. So, if a player has played ten games for his country, he has ten caps. An example this week of a player being awarded his first cap is Joey Barton for England against Spain. International cap. Right, now in this week's Vox Pop, where we're going to ask
2: the question whether or not international friendlies are worthwhile or not. Damien, what do you think? Just generally, international friendlies, yes or no?
1: Uh, I I can't give a yes or no, Damien. Um, I think they could be worthwhile. But I think uh, nowadays uh, football players play so many games in the league, uh, in cup competitions, especially obviously the, the players who are going to be internationals are going to be playing in the Champions League, for example, in Europe, that is, for their club. Uh, The domestic competitions and I don't think now the players take it so seriously even though maybe their managers do. How about you?
2: Yeah, that's a good point. Steve
1: McLaren, the, the England manager, he
2: made that point earlier on this week. He said that possibly before England didn't take their Friendly games that seriously, and he's hoping that they would take them a lot more seriously. Mm. But as you mentioned earlier in the show, there are a lot of players who have withdrawn from the squad this
1: week mm. uh, through injury. So how seriously they they take it is a good point. Mm. Um, I mean, obviously the the idea is good because the team does need to play together, um, and the managers do, does need to see how they work together. Um, but if we talking about England anyway. Um, Ben really brought in a, a new way of playing friendlies with about 22 players. <laughs> so That's I'm right. not sure how uh, how much he could learn from that, but uh, he's a manager and I'm not. What do you think? Do you think it devalued from the international caps that were awarded for those friendlies, particularly if you only played
2: 45 minutes?
1: Yeah, I think it did. I mean, there's no question about that. Um, I'm not sure you should really get an international cap for a friendly match nowadays. <laughs> Oh, a controversial point there. Actually, very quickly, though, about international friendlies. Ireland, for the
2: longest time, they took them very, very, very seriously, and it worked very well for them. They built up this uh, mentality of not being beaten in international friendlies, and it carried on into qualifiers. So, in that respect, it was good for Ireland. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, but maybe that was a while ago now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So this week's Vox Pop, as we said, is whether or not international friendlies are worthwhile. And you can vote by going to the site at uh, www.languagecaster.com. And on the right-hand side of the front page, you'll see the questions. Click on the suggested answer. And, of course, don't forget to leave a comment as well.
1: Yeah, last week we had uh, the Vox pops was um, who's going to win the Champions League. And we're going to continue that one uh, in next week's show too because uh, it's such a big competition. We're going to have two weeks on that. But at the moment it looks like uh, most people think Real Madrid or uh, Liverpool. I wonder who voted to them. I wonder who did. Yeah. I
2: wonder if those people who voted Real Madrid realised that they just lost at home to Levante. <laughs> Champions League, you're
3: having a laugh. And here's what two fans think about this question from England.
2: Okay, so international
3: friendly is good or bad? Good, but too many substitutions. Okay, international friend is good or bad? Good. Just make sure tickets are a more readily available for the everyday person.
1: All right, and now it's time for predictions.
2: Yeah, how did I do this week then, eh?
1: Um, not very well. And I didn't do very well either. Uh, what games did we have? We had Liverpool-Everton. Yeah,
2: yeah, I went for a home win. You went for a home win.
1: It was a 0-0 draw. It was a 0-0 draw. That's right. We've talked about that earlier in the show. Yes. And then uh, your team Tottenham against Manchester. Tottenham at home there. Yeah, Where? I watched
2: that last night, actually. It was very, very disappointing. Uh-huh. Uh, I went for a 1-0 home win.
1: I thought it would be a draw, but it was a, it was a hammering, wasn't it? <laughs> it was indeed, thanks to the cheating Ronaldo. Ooh. yeah, to Manchester United. They're on fire. They're on fire, but no points for either of us, though. No. And then Valencia against Atletico Madrid. Yes, Valencia are starting to hit
2: form. They're moving back into the championship places. That was a good win for them. 3-1, wasn't it?
1: That's right. That's one point for me. Is that right? Of course, the Italian game was
2: cancelled. So overall, this week, the score was one to you and nothing for me.
1: That's right. Not so exciting. But this week, we have eight games to have a look at. International friendlies. And a, mix, and a mix of other uh, games. Why don't you uh, take us through them, Damien?
2: All right, let's start off with uh, some of the international friendlies this week. On uh, In London, actually, Nigeria played Ghana, uh-huh. Australia played Denmark, and Brazil played Portugal. All three oh. of those games have been played in London, yeah. Yeah. So what do you think? Let's go for Nigeria-Ghana. What do you think?
1: Uh, I think it's going to be 2-0 for Nigeria. I, I don't know too much about these teams, but I do know that Nigeria beat uh Ghana in the nation's cup when they last played so that's all right i'm gonna go for two now
2: actually i'm gonna go for a one one
1: score here okay what yeah. about now, australia we'll... denmark
2: yeah australia denmark um australia of course playing their home matches in london these days because they've got so many overseas players playing in europe um i'm going for a one one draw here again
1: okay i'm gonna go for two-one to australia i uh-huh. think they're gonna they're gonna really Pull out all the stops after their good show in the World Cup Um, and against European opposition who might not be quite so serious about it. I think they're win this one.
2: How about Brazil, Portugal?
1: One nil to Brazil. One nil to
2: Brazil? Yeah. I'm going for one one. Can you see a pattern here? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And we'll also have a look at the England Spain game. Okay, what do you think? Two great underachievers? What do you think?
1: Um, I can. I think uh, Spain are going to win this 3-1. At Old Trafford? Yep. And uh, the reason I say that is it seems, from what I can see uh, in the reports in the newspapers, that a lot of English players keep on pulling out with injuries. Um, <laughs> I think what they're doing is they're just taking a rest. And yes. I yes, don't yes, I think, think so. they're taking it very seriously. Yeah, that's why I'm going for a 1-1 draw again. Four-one-one one <laughs> 1-1 draws in the friendly matches. Well, there you go. Um, and then yeah. we've got a, a serious match, haven't we?
2: Yeah, of sorts. Yeah, European qualifier. Yeah. It's uh, San Marino against Ireland.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, Ireland need the points. What do you think?
1: Well, Ireland need the points and the goals as well, don't they? Was it uh, the Czech Republic beat San Marino 7-0? And
2: Germany beat them 13-0.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yes. So, I'm going to go for 5-2 to San Marino. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, I'm going to go for a 4-0 Irish win
2: yes 5-2 of course is our last away match at Cyprus thank you very much Um, Ireland beat San Marino 5-0 in Dublin
1: Um, I
2: think Ireland will win this one 2-0
1: okay and then Spain um, apparently you told me that this is a a big derby I didn't know Uh, Betis and Sevilla
2: yeah we're going to talk about the European leagues yeah Betis and Sevilla now Sevilla second in the table but Betis, the Betis are actually in the lower half of the table, but they absolutely detest each other. Mm. It's it's a cracking derby. The atmosphere is mad. Um, but I think Sevilla will have too much for them, and I think they'll win this one
1: 1-0. I think, Sevilla, I agree with you there, but I think the scoreline will be 2-1. I hope there's no trouble within this massive derby after Ooh, what yeah, happened yeah, in Italy. Yeah. That's true. Now, another
2: uh, derby, this time in London. Uh, West Ham versus Watford, a relegation battle in the Premier League. What do you think?
1: Well, this is a southern derby, isn't it? Yes. <laughs>
2: um,
1: I'm going to go for 1-0 to Watford, away, an away win. They're going to repeat their FA Cup win, I think. No way. Yeah. No way. I think we will finally get West Ham back on track.
2: Uh-huh. I think West Ham will win this one 2-0
1: okay and then bundesliga very exciting there stuttgart against bremen
2: yep um bremen lost last week to schalke big game i i think they might be stuttering a little bit i think stuttgart will win this one 1-0
1: uh, i've gone for 1-1 cuz actually both of them have been stuttering a bit um yes. with a win and a loss i think between them um and i think bremen really they're going to have to they're going to have to make sure they don't lose i'm going to go for 1-1 there. All right, good. Well,
2: hopefully I can get some points back.
1: Well, we've got eight games. You should get some points.
2: (laughs) I wouldn't bet on it.
1: (laughs) All right, everybody. Well, thank you for listening to another show. And uh, I'll be in England for a little bit more. And I believe Damien will still be in Thailand for another week or so. Yes,
2: yes. I'm still doing some
1: research out here. It's wonderful. I'm going to try and get some tickets to the uh, Liverpool-Manchester United game at Anfield.
2: Oh, good luck on doing
1: that, yes. Okay, well, see you everybody. Enjoy the football. Right. Bye bye.